bottom of the Smash Mountain. This is the first episode of season four, the new intro, the new overlay interview graphics. Shout outs to Shegbot for making them, by the way. And the very first guest of the new season, I would like to give big, big welcome to Arrow of Arrow Arena fame, of the Young Link mid-tier hero fame, who is wrecking West Coast brackets like TNT and making, of course, the hosting <laughs> hosting the Arrow Arena on twitch.tv slash Arrow underscore SSBM. Arrow, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for, wow, quite the quite the resume you were able to procure there from only a short time in, in this online sphere. I appreciate that. No, I'm doing good, man. Thank you for asking. Uh, before I get too lost in the sauce, because I'm super excited about doing a new season. We, we've done season three for 60 or so episodes. It's been a little while, so I'm definitely happy to be in this new spot where I go, hey, look, new season, new stuff. This is cool. So I want to give a shout outs shout outs shout outs to the all the subs at my patreon.com slash bsm pod thank you so much for your support thank you for continuing to help make sure this podcast is able to keep going not that i'm holding any of y'all hostage or anything but i would like to especially give shout outs to my senior producer ventus official thank you for your support another matt by the way arrow so i was about to say thanks matt and i was i didn't want you to get super confused uh but then also my parents also senior producers so shout outs to mom and dad love you all so now that i've gotten that out of the way arrow the first question for you other than how you doing all that fun stuff is i love getting into the origin story of stuff i think it really helps me in terms of getting to know you right away because i'll be honest I made sure to look at your Twitter bio. I did a little bit of scrolling, but I didn't have a chance to watch any of your streams recently. Excuse me. So I know that you like to put up mad clips onto, onto your Twitch when you're able to on your streams of entering tournaments and you enter tournaments on a very regular basis, but you don't start with that right away. You don't just say, I'll start playing melee and I'll start streaming three plus brackets a week plus my own era arena so how did you first get started with melee yeah for sure so i was uh, i originally started in 2017 is when i kind of first jumped into the melee community i mean classic story of my i have an older brother and older sister who are like five and a half and six and a half years older than me so i'm the the baby accident of the family (laughs) but uh we all grew up playing melee and that was our favorite game to play together is we would all play melee growing up so definitely had this huge uh huge nostalgic component for me and i was a bowser main in my young days because i thought it was so cool how you're always playing as mario in this other game but you can actually play as the the bad guys in this game i don't know why i always like tended to pick the evil characters in games growing up bowser my first main in melee so let's go (laughs) it's a good one it's a good one i love that but uh no it was just so unique such a unique game and i think that really even when i left it for other games growing up and then eventually came back to i think it always had a little bit of a uniqueness to it that i didn't really find in other games and so then in 2017 i was on youtube just doing the the youtube rabbit trail as you do at like 1 a.m in high school and i stumbled across evo 2016 vods Mm. and 
I was like, oh, yeah, no, I love this game. I play Samus and I, or Young Link or Bowser, and I just go across and I use the, uh, oh, but the C stick is cheating, so we don't use the C stick. <laughs> <laughs> just like the, the really, really old school bad mentality of things. But like the, the new perspective of, oh my God, wait, Fox can shoot that many lasers that fast? Yes. Wait, what? You're pressing, what is that move? There's DLC in this game that Jigglypuff is using. How they, they just hit the the Fox player and then the guy is crying because Jigglypuff got like a kill at 20% or something. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just all this stuff going on and it's so exciting. And you have no idea that this game that you held dear as a kid would just catapult into this whole thing that it's become and so the evo 2016 is actually i was an evo kid but not like an evo 2013 dot kid i was kind of a a later evo kid so that was that was kind of how i got into it is i was inspired by that i uh, i whipped out the <laughs> the normal tv with the gamecube plugged straight into it after and picked falcon and just started playing and uh, then finally I learned that you need a CRT and that you need all this different stuff. And it was uh, it was a slippery slope after that. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking up all these things. And by now, in 2016, 2017, all these resources are readily available. We haven't quite 100% modernized things, but we're getting there. We're getting there. And I'm, I love hearing that such a big event like evo where a lot of people put stock and value into the fact that grand finals reached 250,000 viewers i think i think that was one of the if not most viewed grand finals of all time live on twitch it was massive and it's really cool that there was somebody out there in this case you arrow who was actually watching it and you knew what smash was because you grew up playing it but you said there there's more to this game and actually this is pretty fun to watch this this is inspiring to inspiring me to play right away which is always great that's how you know it's a sign of a good time so i'm interested in hearing about the that particular age how was it actually getting to where you needed to go in order to find resources because for me in late 2018 2019 i would just go on twitter and i'd hear about stuff and then eventually i got into discord a year or so later and i heard about stuff there so that was how i and of course youtube so those three were my three big ones but if if i'm thinking correctly and i was not around as much at this point Facebook was still sort of a thing, but starting to switch over to Discord, Twitter was king, and Reddit was a whole thing that I did not get into until last year. So I'm sure Reddit was a thing as well. But where would you go to actually seek out the knowledge, the wisdom, and CRT TVs? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, the CRT was a Craigslist, a classic, of course. Mm. It was actually, uh, it was my Christmas present that year, and my, because uh, we had Let's a tiny go. one. But it was so small, and it was really hard to be able to see the characters because it was just such a small CRT. So I got a big one, and it was my Christmas present, but it was actually super broken, and it was, like, all just dust inside. Like, it was it was bad. And um, and it was my Christmas present from my mom, and she felt terrible. So later, uh, it was, like, the 26 or something. She and my, I think I was 17 at the time, but when, so I was, I was still at that point sleeping in until like 11 AM. <laughs> yes, of course. 
glorious. Definitely don't do that anymore, but it was uh, it was a nice time to be able to do that. <laughs> and I uh, and so like before I woke up, they went out and got a new one and switched them out. And so that's the CRT that I still practice on sometimes before like SoCal locals. That's that CRT. <laughs> and so uh, that one was easy to find, but was not easy to find were the resources back then. I mean. I the first thing that came up when I started looking up smash stuff for melee was smash boards. And so I found for the old school or people back there, people that know about this stuff, I found the PPMD uh, asked me anything just trail of forums. <laughs> I I found the like there's um this guy made a whole movement thing on every single character like ranking them by movement i found uh taj the mewtwo main from arizona i found his stuff on there i was just like finding all this old school um information on smashboards and that was where i was getting all of my info even in 2017 which is kind of insane <laughs> that's awesome though i i i just picture smashboards as dying unofficially in 2013 and slowly going down in usage but th then you hear about kadoran i think every, any chance kadoran gets a gets the opportunity to talk about ppmd and interacting with ppmd on smashboards even even in more recent times kadoran will make sure that the people know ppmd still low-key kind of uh, active on smashboard just low-key very low-key yeah, no, if you if you go on there for the real ones here that uh, we can share it here because there are not too many overly too many abundance of people will hear it that uh, he, he is still will definitely answer your questions on there every once in a while. Not as much as he used to, but it is definitely still active. So that's that's the secret sauce right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Shout outs to some of your, some of your, uh, what do you call your subs or do you have a name for your subs by the oh. way? <laughs> so it started off only being ironic, but as all good ironies do, it has been adopted as official. The, uh, we are the quiver. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs so, to the quiver. Uh, there's like Zuber and Spartan, definitely two big regulars. What's up you guys from the quiver in here. You love to see it. Yes, that's one of the fun parts. I even forgot to say this. We're starting to do these interviews on a more regular basis on Twitch because of my new setup. So this is great. This is super cool. Now, we haven't gotten to the part where you play Young Link yet and, and you main Young Link, but uh, how do you even get there if you're going on places like Smashboards? Because those threads, although existent, I'm sure, are not necessarily saying yes young link is the way to go please tell me that you have an origin story with legend of zelda as well because i love that series oh, i yeah. haven't played every single game okay so maybe i don't love it as much as some of the people in chat you probably love it more than i do but i do love legend of zelda and i'm interested to hear where that eventually crosses over i, I love thinking of aklo who who loves zelda is like what his favorite game and he happens to be really good at Melee, and he happens to be really good at, at playing as Link in Melee. But I was just curious, what's it like for you, Arrow? Yeah, no, that's awesome. I uh, there's there's like there used to be a big gatekeeping community of if you didn't like the games, you can't play the character. Like there was mm. such a gatekeeping aspect back in the day that is just not around anymore because no one cares anymore as they shouldn't because it's like why gatekeep a nerdy niche genre. <laughs> but um, no, I I've always been a big Nintendo gamer. I mean, now I know better that Nintendo is uh uh. Not the best company, but we'll we won't talk or we won't delve too much into that while we're talking about this here. I was a big Nintendo gamer though growing up, mm. and so I Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, out of my mind, 
uh, I actually used to do competitive Pokemon battling too. So I tried out a lot of the Pokemon first. To I actually a lot of people in my stream know that my Mewtwo is probably my second best character. Mm, and uh, so I played a lot of Pokemon and uh, way too much Pokemon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Wind Waker was in there. Yes, no, Wind Waker probably not one of my my more played ones. But definitely uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask are the top two. And I was really into watching speedruns of the game and tried to speedrun it for a little bit, but I decided on Melee instead. Okay, so I am actually playing through Majora's Mask with the HD texture pack from Narrell at the moment. So how much have you heard about that? I am not an HD texture pack kind of guy. I know of uh, Primal that... They because they reached out to me for the the young link feature Fancy when they were primal doing shout outs. Yeah, exactly. Big shout outs to them doing some sick stuff. Amazing combo videos. Mm -hmm. uh, they they left out one of my favorite clips I've ever gotten, but that's OK. That's OK. <laughs> no. <move> <laughs> they don't appreciate these double dares. That's so unfortunate. Or was it the or was it the upbeat spike on on Randall against that fox? No, that one was pretty good. Uh, my they did put my second favorite one I've ever gotten, which was I um, there was a Falco up being below battlefield that I got this like fifty percent combo to get him off stage, and then I down aired him and traded with the up B, and it sent us both flying straight up, and then I up aired him off the top and it killed. <laughs> and I was so happy because <laughs> so it looked cool. so weird. But uh, my favorite one I ever got was a. Um, it was a stage spike, but basically I from zero against a Marth, I uh, from one grab, I got him from zero to 80 from an onstage combo into a boomerang juggle, like call out kind of thing. And I got him off stage and then he tried to recover. Uh, this was on Yoshi's. He tried to recover and I scar jump back aired into Nair and then um, wave landed back onto Randall and then jumped up and fire spiked him. And it was one of my favorites because of just how like long and drawn out it was. I love long drawn out combos. Yes, and when you mix in a couple of reads as well, because uh, true combos are really cool, obviously. But when you have long drawn out, you have a couple of reads in there where you go, you're watching these kind of clips and you're just going wow this person like owns this guy like there's this mind reader the book is wide open right now they can't escape you can't escape it feels like <laughs> watching none when none is playing at 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 his peak that kind of thing because it feels like yeah. none is like the ultimate read master when he gets into that into the right spot against the right opponent oh for sure no it's uh i actually am more of a fan of combos when they're like an actually guaranteed combo but it's still really cool i feel like that's even harder than getting like big reads i i mean i'm still impressed by reads especially by pro players on other pro players but mm. if it's just like oh i thought you were gonna tech to the right so i stomped over there then i i'm like whatever <laughs> but i i love things that are like guaranteed but are still really cool to watch that's that's my kind of cup of tea there so with young link I feel like there's not a lot of super true combos except for certain percents on all the on all the casts and then you obviously have your fast fallers. So what's that like for you when you look around you and you see people like Squid the Cat just casually falcon punching into a falcon punch? Not that that is super realistically <laughs> to do in terms of a of, of a tournament set match, okay? But the some of these combos that i see people do some of the stuff that justice does shout outs to justice out and uh, justice xyz who i'm referring to making the yeah, friends combo video 
Yeah, like these 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 players get crazy super awesome combos, but they're also playing high tier characters and you have young links. So tell me what you love looking for and what you love hitting that are some of the guaranteed combos with young link. So that's one of the big misconceptions because most people who, uh, and I'm not, I'm not calling you out specifically, but please this call is, me out. I, I want to be educated. I'm calling Jesse out specifically. Here we go. He, or Cypher out specifically, because he got this wrong, but everyone thinks young link doesn't have combos, but you look at my openings per kill and they're on par with all the top tiers I'm playing against because, or even better sometimes. Cause I'm, I'm a big punish game kind of guy. I really love practicing punish game. And uh, Young Link has some absolutely nasty zero to deaths. And um, he has a lot of like 30% to deaths. He only has a few like actual zero to deaths. But if you can get someone to 30%, you can kill them off of like most good openings with Young Link. There's, uh, there's absolutely no holding back at that percent. I mean, because you got to basically at that percent, you start getting knockdowns with Nair, the second hit of back air and up air. And um, and fair as well. I'll start knocking down around 30 or so on most characters. And so that's when it really starts to open up because he's a big tech chase character. He's kind of like Sheik in that way where you really have to get good at tech chasing because if you're not, you're going to miss a lot of stuff and have to do a lot more neutral openings, which is where you see the other Young Link play where... Um, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Young Link play where people just run away and hit a bomb for 12%. And then they run away to get another bomb and they just keep rinse repeating that. That's that's not really my style. I I want to get that bomb so I can use it to get an even bigger opening to get that kill instead in that way, if that makes sense. I'm following along a little bit and I appreciate the education and the and the call out because when I see Young Ling play, usually I see it from Axe or maybe like the accidental nun footage occasionally I, on the yeah. GG Melee YouTube channel. Shout outs to them. And I, I feel like I'm not seeing a whole lot. So it's probably because in particular for none, not usually the biggest Young Link main ever. Even if Young Link was one of the first characters he fell in love with Melee, some people don't know this. None really loved Young Link for a, a hot minute there before playing more Falcon. And and Axe, of course, Young Link is one of his bona fide secondary characters. But uh, when you're playing against a Mango, how easy is it to get combos in a tournament match? at a high level tournament match so i feel like i don't see as much of the oh got this tech chase into that down air or kind of a kind of a thing so that's why my perception is where it is and i appreciate you telling me that there is more to the character i think that if you and other people who are pushing young link are continuing to be able to do stuff where the more you play the better you get I, I love seeing things, for example, I love seeing things like the Mewtwo clip I saw recently where somebody was practicing teeter cancel, ledge cancel attacks and follow-ups with Mewtwo's oh my God, B. Yeah. And I go, I don't know how possible it is. I don't know how possible it is to do that IRL and in, on a regular basis in tournament. But if a couple of years go by and I start to see it, that's going to be super awesome for Melee because that means there's a nasty Mewtwo out there who's ready to destroy a Spacey's bracket. And that's always fun. I, I love Spacey players, but when you get tripped up by a secondary matchup kind of thing <laughs> that you don't know, well, that's too bad for you, isn't it? So then yeah. so I'm just interested in hearing from you what you think would be the fastest way or the best way to continue to push the young link meta where the perception is 
Young Link actually does have the sauce. Yeah, no, uh, shout outs to the Mewtwo Oliver Wilcox. Uh, at not the real one with a zero. He, dude, that guy is living some of my dreams Amelia had before. Um, I, like <laughs> I said, my Mewtwo is one of my better characters. Mm -hmm. Cause yes. I, uh, I used to believe in Mewtwo like I believe in Young Link, but I, and I still do. But I just realized that that was, uh, that was a life I was not ready to put that much effort into. And I also didn't want to have to buy a box because I'm pretty sure a box unlocks Mewtwo to a whole new degree or notches. I mean, you can do a lot of the teleport stuff, cancel stuff with notches too, but it's way easier on a box. And that guy is doing insane stuff. Um, I mean, Mewtwo's have done it for a long time. Like Zoma from Japan is a really sick Mewtwo player. If you guys haven't seen Zoma gameplay before, go look up Zoma after the stream, of course. Uh, he's, he's so sick, man. Zoma, I mean, he's beaten Cactuar. He's beaten like all your favorite Japanese players. If you guys are into Japanese melee at all, I love that guy. He's so sick at the game. But um, yeah, basically with, with Young Link, he is, uh, the biggest way he's going to be pushed is definitely the tech chase game and the bomb openings game. So a lot of, uh, a lot of Young Links, including myself, used to just get bomb into forward air or bomb nair. Uh, there's the infamous bomb dare kill option on Jigglypuff and floaties. It does work at, uh, on fastballers as well. Um, basically how Young Link's dare works is this front hit, or sorry, the early hit of it is weaker, but it's harder to DI. There's like a lot of weird hitbox shenanigans where it's really yeah. weird to DI sometimes. So sometimes it just sends you straight up and you just can't DI it in time. And other times it sends you barely anywhere at like 120. <laughs> it doesn't kill you at that percent. And then you have the early, or sorry, that was the early one. You have the late dare, which the late hitbox hits, uh, hits up, but you can DI it much more easily, but it's much stronger. So it's a way more guaranteed consistent kill option. And so being able to work, and Young Link has a number of hitboxes. Being able to work these together is kind of difficult, but at the same time, it's super possible. Um, down throw reaction tech chasing is really possible with him. And a lot of a lot of young links give me a lot of flack for this because they they tell me I'm wrong. But I have thousands and thousands of successful reaction tech in place with young link attempts that are successful that uh, prove them wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> get called out young link discord. No, I, I absolutely love the young link discord. But uh, but sometimes people are a little bit too much of uh, of quitters with uh, certain things in the character. And they think even including myself, I, I'm a big up B hater with young link. <laughs> <laughs> I think that move is garbage. And I think it's a it's a meme for sure. Um, I think it might be one of his worst moves other than forward throw and back throw because those just don't do anything. Yes. <laughs> but uh, there's other young links that think that move's sick and they go for bomb cancel up Bs and they, uh, there are a lot of young links who are much cooler than I am. I like to focus on what hits hard and what's going to get me wins in a tournament. <laughs> yes, So that's yes. why I work on like reaction tech chasing instead. And that makes sense. So I'm thinking about how young link has another another persona in my mind where in smash remix which is a mod of super smash Bros. 64 they put young link into the game and the up b in that game is very hard to smash di out of and that's your only option to that's your only option to escape a 
uh, like the like the the consistent small hits into the finisher hit on the uppie anyway you have to smash the eye out it's not like you can do normal directional input to survive the last hit afterwards in that game specifically the uppie feels super broken and so when i go back to melee and i go well can i transfer any of this back over to melee see and i do the same thing with marth i'll play marth in smash remix I'll go, wow, I'm great with Marth. And then I'll play Melee Marth and I'll go, I'm not great with Melee Marth. And the same thing with same thing with yeah. Young Link. And and it makes me it makes me wish ever so slightly for for there to be more of a of a real moveset for Young Link to have in Melee. But I'm sure for you and the people in the Young Link Discord, some of them are wishers for a quote-unquote patch if you will or the patch yeah. culture type stuff and then others are steadfast in saying you play the melee the way that god intended kind of thing except for slippy <laughs> we always play slippy but other than that you play melee the way that god intended and young what do you mean? So- that's all vanilla melee i i burned the disc uh, yeah well, we all course. We, we all burned the disc legally of course no i i wasn't saying that <laughs> i was saying normal there was no online there was no online thoughts when Sakurai originally and the team originally made Melee. They weren't thinking, yes, let's make sure that we do the coding in such a way as to allow for it to be put onto Dolphin Emulator someday. That's what I was referring to specifically. Okay. Shout out sure. to Fizzy. So you, you, you have projected yourself tonight as someone who's steadfastly a young Link believer. Of course, you main the character, but I'm talking about someone who believes in the character despite tournament results, despite the setbacks that you may, over, you may have to overcome or that are very challenging obstacles where you are not necessarily being better playered in tournament. You might perceive yourself as being better charactered. And I'm curious how you deal with that when you have a disappointing tournament performance. Yeah. So I, um, first of all, I'm not one of the people who's a wisher that there would be a patch. I am very aware that there are no patches in melee. And so I, uh, sometimes in my mind, I'm like, God, if only he had the link up B. And then, but then I just remember you can just OMS attack it and sweet spot around it. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm just gonna not ever think about the things that he could have and work with what he does have. So that's that's what I focus on is what does Young Link have, and why is he a high tier when he has a bomb in his hand? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the difference. Um, but as far as tournament results and ca- being out charactered versus outplayed. I do not believe I have gotten to the level any or anywhere close to the level yet where I have been outcharactered by anyone. I I think people have used things that are good against me because their character can do that, like fox lasers and circle camping with fox. I I I've definitely have gotten circle camp by fox a lot of times, and I have to figure out ways around it. But the way that they're doing it, and when I analyze it back, I uh, I love watching my matches back because it just helps me to think through everything and see that it was entirely my fault and that I need to uh, be able to come up with ways to get around that stuff. And I look at these uh, these VODs and I realize, oh my god, I'm not being uh, unpredictable at all in these scenarios. If he's lasering right here, I can jump here, pull a bomb, and then I'm in a much better situation because I can cover multiple options at a time. My boomerang throws are too late and they're not proactive. They're more reactive, which boomerang is too slow to be reactive. And uh, just all these little examples that I find of little ways in which I am just not using the character how he should be used in that way. So I, I don't think I've been out-charactered yet. I mean, if I 
if I get to where I'm a skill level of top 30 in the world with solo Young Link, then maybe at that point I am being out-charactered, but I don't even know what that looks like yet. No one does, because we haven't seen a Young Link who's top 30 in the world yet. So we'll just have to have to wait and see on that one. But I, I think he's going to be, a, from what I've seen with Young Link and my labbing I've done and my analysis and play I've done, I don't think I'm going to get to that point for a very long time. So are you aiming for top 30, or what is your temporary goal or what's the long game goal you can you can talk about both or either whichever you want yeah no uh so my i mean everyone wants to be the best in the world when they're playing this game right but my my short-term goal is i really want to get on the socal pr and top 100 because i mean this basically there's the same thing because if you're on the socal pr you're top 100 (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so insanely stacked i uh, a lot of the times i joke with people that i pick the absolute worst region in the whole world to play in because i'm playing young link and i'm in a local area where for i think there was a month and a half straight where i didn't play a single floaty in bracket and that is young link's bread and butter (laughs) (laughs) but i i see it as only an opportunity that i i see it as if I'm only playing against Fox and Falcon, who are, in my opinion, Young Link's two worst matchups, uh, and then Falco and Sheik and just all these characters that are Young Link's four worst matchups, in my opinion, I think uh, if I get really, really good at those, then when I go and play the other matchups, they're just going to seem like a breeze. Like, oh, wait, this is this is what a pretty good matchup actually feels like when I go play against Jigglypuff or Peach or... Uh, Marth is not even that bad for Young Link. All these, all these characters that I um, are much easier to do. So I, I think I'm on a great track to really improve by playing only my my hardest matchups. So that way, when I get on the SoCal PR, I know it wasn't because of bracket luck. I know it wasn't because <laughs> of yeah. Uh, like there is no, there is no doubt in my mind. It was because of because you're you're eventually going to run into five foxes in a row or five fastballers of assorted types in a row trying to get to that grand finals to face Fiction or Kadorn or S2J. And uh, and you just got to be able to get through it. And so I uh, that is my my current goal is to get on the SoCal PR top 100. Same thing in my mind. And because there has never been a solo Young Link main who's been able to do that. And so I, I think that would be a really sick goal. I would love to accomplish that. Um, and that's that's kind of what I'm I'm not playing for the results. Honestly, I don't even think about it that much. I mainly just think about my my wins, my losses, and my improvement. And um, but if I have to pick a goal, then that is definitely the goal right now. And you were saying how you don't feel like you'll get there for a really long time, but you're talking about playing a lot and you're talking about VOD analysis. And I guess other than maybe having a coach, I guess, uh, it feels like you're doing just about everything you can to be able to continually chip away at this. But I guess you're feeling comfortable about this is a, this is a long-term thing. If I ever get to the point where... I'm going to become SoCal ranked and top 100 ranked. It doesn't happen tomorrow. It just happens because I keep chipping away at it. Is that your mentality? Yeah, um, I, well, okay. So I said a very long time for top 30 because top 30 is very, very different <laughs> of a world yeah. than <laughs> top 100. Because I, sometimes they, they mean well, but sometimes I have viewers in my chat that, well, I'll get a good win. Like I, I, um, 
I don't know if you know who Cliche is. He's a San Diego ranked Falco, very good SoCal player who's a Falco player. I just three out him at my tournament on Thursday the other day. So it was online, so say what you will. I think online counts. But you got to take your L's as well as your losses if you're, or sorry, your L's as well as your, your if you're going to count online. But um, I, I did really well there. And then one of my, uh, one of my viewers went ahead and chatted and said, okay, I think you're getting so many good wins now that you're probably top 100 at this level. And <laughs> I was like, dude, no, I, I am very aware of how far I am from top 100 because Top 100 used to be a lot easier to get into. I mean, the resources weren't there, but also there's so many more resources now that everyone has, where back in the day, if you were a SoCal player, you had better resources than almost everyone in the world for getting better at Melee, because you could actually play against these top 30 in the world players. Whereas someone from a state where there's not really any Melee players, then they don't have that same opportunity. Whereas now everyone, the, the board's been cleared been evened out and so i know how many good melee players there are today and i probably even underestimate it at that point even still and so i know that it is uh you have to consistently get top level wins to be top 100 you have to be winning events you have to be getting top 64 top 32 at majors consistently so i i know that is a little bit of a ways away i think i could do it within the next few years or so probably like one to two years hopefully is the the current goal but uh but top 30 is a whole nother beast you have to be <laughs> winning tournaments you have to not really be dropping any sets to players other than other top 30 players it's it's a hard world out there yes if you want to be a great melee player and if you want to be a great young link player either one both so i'm curious about your how you feel your 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 major attendance is going for this year so far because of course you enter a lot of locals and you go through to a lot of online tournaments especially the region locked ones on the west coast so i'm curious about majors that that is a pretty big component about the top 100 question it seems as if there's value in how you perform at a major like you said placing top 64 placing top 32 and it's something like genesis or shine or something on the west coast uh or double down the, which is coming yep. up this weekend that kind of stuff i'm going to that one well well talk to me about double down so that is actually uh, i'll i'll answer both questions in one answer that double down is going to be my first major since 2017 that what i've gone the, to <laughs> what the what 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 i my first ever tournament was uh, i i don't time. know if you'll know the name of this one um, not too soon, but it was called Red Bull Smash Gods and Gatekeepers. <laughs> and that that was my first ever major that I ever went to. And it was also my first ever tournament. Hadn't gone to any locals, any regionals before that. And uh, it was a Red Bull event that they put on here in SoCal. And um, lots of top players went. I, I met Axe there, got my little subscriber wristband there, because of course, Axe up. And um, that's, that's awesome. that's I, awesome. <laughs> I got kicked off a TV by Mewtwo King, Plup, and West Balls. That was funny. Yep, yep. And uh, just, I talked to Hugs for a little bit there. Just like the first major experience where you're meeting all these people, you're like, oh my God, they're actual people. I've only seen them on YouTube before. And it's like the, the funny way of where you almost like make these people into celebrities and then you go to the major and you get to meet them. And it's like this whole experience. And then I really... Uh, the only other tournaments I went to that were close were back when there were the Mangoes, 
they uh the mango tournaments where there's i think the just the mango and then there was the mango homecoming i think afterwards and uh, i don't think many people counted those as majors because even though there were a lot of good players there most of them were either sandbagging or drinking at the same time so it's i uh, not sure how you how you <laughs> talk about that one but uh no i have not been to a major in a Time. So I'm very excited to start getting my my placings back out there again, because like you said, there is value in going to majors for top 100, because that's literally pretty much the only thing that matters is how you do at majors. With your, uh, if you follow any of these guys who have ballots, uh, guys, girls, all the people who have um, ballots for the MPGR coming up and finally getting a new ranking coming out here you'll see that they really only talk about majors and the wins and losses you get at majors. So that's that's pretty much all that counts. Sometimes they use regionals and locals, maybe if you don't have a lot of results, but you got to get the major results. So if I want to get that goal of uh, top 100, I got to start attending here. <laughs> and the first one being Double Dan. So I'm very excited to hear about this because I'm not going to Double Down, but it's in Las Vegas. This is the first time Melee has been back in a big way in Las Vegas since Evo 2018, as far as I'm aware. So this is this is a lot of this is a lot of fun stuff for everybody who's going to be attending the event. So you probably feel a little bit of pressure, but if your mentality, which you've said, you try not to concentrate too hard on the wins and losses as as they're happening, because that can be a whole thing. I'm curious about what you think your best strategy is for being able to perform well in bracket. Is it complaining to the seater about your pools? Is it going to be trying to find these people on Slippy, uh, either misconnections or see if they have a YouTube channel or Twitch and like do VOD study and analysis? Or are you going to try and just go in blind? I'm curious about how you, someone who's going to see a variety of opponents, hopefully the ones that you're projected to play in bracket and all that, but you, you're going to see people that you don't see every week at local. So how do you prepare for something like that? How are you preparing for that? Yeah. So I, um, truth be told last night, I had a less than stellar performance at TMT because I, um, I used to stream every weekday for about seven hours, just practicing. And I was going super hard on melee for a long time, just full-time melee and um but the last month and a half i really haven't solo practiced at all i've pretty much only played in tournaments because i have been working on job stuff and coding stuff and i um just like a few other i mean it's also been just a very busy summer as far as like family things go and so i really haven't practiced that much in the summer so far and so i today i did a bunch of solo practice this morning not a bunch i did like an hour but that was an hour more than i've been doing the last like month and a half and so I, uh, I wasn't feeling practice at all, did not do very well yesterday because I could just feel my, my game plans were there, my uh, mentality was there for the most part, and um, everything like mental-wise and my thinking, I was adapting pretty well, but my execution was so bad compared to how it used to be. I used to, I mean, I, uh, there's all sorts of little tiny windows and frame perfect and two frame perfect things that yes. uh, Young Link can do that I get pretty constantly without messing them up ever. And uh, last night I was just messing so many things up and I was like, man, this does not feel like how I should be at the game. Like this does not feel good. So I've added a little, even if it's just a little bit, I've added a little bit of practice back onto my morning schedule, thankfully. And uh, I am not quite sure how to prepare for this one specifically, 
because I <laughs> I have the Yoshi pool. And Wait, when what? I say when <laughs> I say Yoshi pool, I mean so basically I have a buy first round. So I'm in winner's round two for free. Mm. And uh, I play the winner of Sas-Chan and Dren. I don't think I know either of those players, but uh, Dren is a Yoshi main. Mm. And if they beat Sas-Chan, then I play a Yoshi and winner's... And then I play win uh, winner's quarterfinals, most likely Eggy, who is a great West Coast Yoshi main. Uh-oh. And if I can somehow be Eggy, because he's a really, really good Yoshi, he's a very good player, and I really don't have any Yoshi experience. But if I can be Eggy, then I play most likely Nesmod God. No, what the what? <laughs> so I literally have three Yoshis in a row from winner's side if everything goes to uh, to seeding and if I can make an upset against <laughs> at Yoshi, at Yoshi practice, yo practice, at Yoshi, yo practice. Uh, no, seriously, I I really need to get on the Yoshi train and what well, I'm leaving Friday morning and uh, shout out to Spartan in the chat right now. He's actually housing me for free because he's a legend. What a and homie. I, yeah, dude, that, that guy. I love that man. Also catches here. I love catch too. Big, big stream supporters of the quiver here. But I... Uh, He's housing me, so he's the reason I'm able to go to Double Down because I wouldn't be able to afford like a hotel or anything, and um, so I, I really appreciate him doing that. And so I uh, I play a lot with with him and other people, but man, I got to get on this Yoshi practice and uh, before Friday morning when I'm leaving with my carpool. <laughs> That's just so uh -huh. unfortunate that you get to play three. Did you did you raise some slight? I have concerns. Wheat? I think I Wheat? must have pissed someone off at some point. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they thought, well, we don't want to give Arrow an all spacey racket because that'd be kind of mean. Has to do that all the time in SoCal. Hmm. How do we how do we fix this? Oh, I know. Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's not uh because if it was retribution, it would be like Puff, Peach, Puff, Marth, Puff or something. I uh I, I had a different bracket earlier in the week where I was going to have to fight a few Mars to get to top 64, and I, I don't lose to many Mars. Uh, there are very few Mars on the West Coast that beat me anymore, and um, even then I go pretty even with a lot of them. Nice, and so nice. I, I was feeling really good. Thank you. I was feeling really good about my odds, actually, to be able to make top 64 winner's side, which would be insane. Mm -hmm. That would uh, Not many not many solo, solo young links have gotten to top 64. And uh, I think, is this... This is a major, right? You're this is quantified as a yeah, major. Yeah, I'm calling it a major. Hey, there's a whole meme about whether or not stuff is majors in 2022, but I mean, I think uh, by the time you get to top 8, it'll be mostly comprised of top 10 players, which means it's a major or a super major yeah. even. I mean, you have Zane, Hbox, I, I think I don't think J Mook's going to this one. I maybe No, and it's heartbreaking, but you incorrectly. When you have Zane, when you have Zane, Mango, Hungrybox, and I want to say no, is Leffen not going because of COVID? I think Leffen might still be dealing with COVID. I think or an Axe too. Ah, oh, poor Axe. By the way, that yeah, was really unfortunate. Uh, Axe had to miss Gommel this past weekend. Oh, that was so sad. I was really looking forward to the run because we just haven't had a good act run in a while, man. And that's uh, as a big fan, it is it is pretty sad to to see that. But he'll be back. I know. Yeah, it looks like uh, IBD 
Doran, Moki, Hbox, Mango's there. Uh, Amsa, another Yoshi. <laughs> maybe, yeah, potentially. Maybe I could fight Amsa at some point. That would be that would. Be, oh wait, what is if I can somehow make winners side top sixty four, make all the Yoshi upsets? I would. Uh, oh, never mind. Okay, no, I I would not be fighting Amsa if I <laughs> if I made it that far. Okay, that's uh, that that works out. That's funny. So that's a major then. Uh, maybe it's not a super major. Oh, what about Wizzy? Do we know if Wizzy's going to be going to this tournament? Because I think Wizzy was supposed to go to Gommel, but then had to drop out. So that would be cool to see as well, because we haven't seen Wizzy perform in at a at an offline tournament yet at an IRL this this year. But that's that is going to be a major. Okay, there yeah. are enough top players. It's going to be a major, and I. For me, watching watching J Mook reverse 3-0 Zane two two times. I, I can't believe it happened two times at Gommel. I'm just I'm so sad that J Mook's not going to go to double down, but yeah. I, I am very interested to see how Zane responds because I'm I am a bit of a Zane fan, but I, I think I'm caught up in the sauce of saying we should have Zane go on like an all time run and become one of those top five, top ten players of all time where there's the year of Zane. But so far it's also been really interesting because people like Left and Hungrybox and IBDW have stepped up to the plate, so shout-outs. Meanwhile, for you, this is your first big major in a long time, so if you can make all these upsets with the Yoshis and the such and the such, pop off a little bit here and there, that'd be so cool. And then if it's if it's not necessarily that and you go 2-2 or something that you feel super down about, you're still going to be in Las Vegas, so what other plans do you have for the weekend or are you trying to concentrate on the bracket? Uh, I, other plans for the weekend. Let's see. I, um, well, yeah, I, as far as I'll, I'll touch on the first part first, as far as results go, I am not in my, in my mind, I am not putting myself as like, oh yeah, I'm going to make the upset against Aggie. I'm going to make the upset against Nez. Those guys are insanely good. I have taken Nez. Um, he used to be SoCal and I, back when I was an adult link main, Nez and I actually had a game three, excuse me, last hit, last stock set. And, uh, and then he goes on to get so much better after that and to get <laughs> like top top eight at uh oh what was it was it, it wasn't ceo it was um it was low tide city yeah low tide city thank you thank you yep you're good uh <laughs> i'm so used to uh do you know sf oh yeah you've you've interviewed sf i have before. interviewed sf oh i freaking love sf shout out Dude, to sf i'm a huge sf fan he and i hang out the most amazing friendlies at every single Verdugo and SoCal local. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm awesome. so used to being at SoCal and just looking to my right and just being able to ask SF about any set, any history, and he's right there with the answer. So I thanks for carrying me just like he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying but, to. Uh, I'm yeah, trying I'm, to. I'm trying to be knowledgeable. If I do so many melee podcasts, I should try to remember some of this stuff. But I'm not as much of a melee statistician as SF is. I depend on melee stats as well. Yeah, no, they they do some amazing work over there. I love that how I how in depth they love to go, and we definitely need it this year with how close everything is. I mean, you look at J Mook's side, uh, J Mook's sets against everyone, and he has so many wins against Zane. But then Zane really is only losing to like Leffen and J Mook right now, and um, and then Leffen won. Uh, 
Battle BC four. Yeah, mm-hmm. Battle BC four recently, and then HBox just won a major, and Mango is he top ten still? But he was like number one not too long ago. Uh, Slippy Kids getting their first Mango is washed in air quotes uh, <laughs> <laughs> experience. Welcome to the suffering, and also love once he gets his major win again of being a Mango fan. You have to be in it for the long haul because that's the fun part about being a Mango fan. You never know when he can. Turn turn it on but when it happens it's it is glorious exactly but um but yeah as far as i i totally went on the trail there of this tournament i am personally i'm not worried about it either way it goes i could go o2 at this tournament and you know what it's my first major in what five years now and i'm just out of practice as far as majors go i go to a lot of locals a lot of online tournaments but i just haven't had major experience, so I'm going to have fun, try my best. If I get the upsets, amazing. If not, then I'm also going to Wave Dash in San Diego in August. Uh, I'm going to Main Stage in November. Uh, I They finally have SoCal Majors. <laughs> yeah. That was so strong for so long. We finally have our own majors that I'm so excited about. And so I uh, get to go to those ones, thankfully. And so I, I'm feeling good about it either way. Either way, I'm feeling very good about it with uh, as far as results go. And, and what big plans oh yeah, for the weekend otherwise, yes. Uh, that is up to Spartan. I mm. I am not aware as to what, what our current plans are. I mean, I know a lot of Melee's going to... Spartan and I really... He's a Falcon main. We really, really love playing Young Link Falcon. And uh, we've had some classics before. He's uh, a, definitely a very good player that uh, people are are going to know eventually, for okay. sure. I don't know if it'll, if it'll be this tournament, because it's his, uh, as he said in the chat, it's his first, first major ever period. major. That's awesome. Let's go, Spartan. It's going to be super fun. Yeah, no, that's that's super sick. So I'm excited for him to, to try try that out there. But he uh, he is a guy that can make upsets if someone's playing a little off. So I'm excited to see him uh, see him play, watch him play. He might get to play against Amsa, speaking of Yoshi. Okay. <laughs> so our, uh, our housing for that weekend is just going to be Yoshi practice out of their mind, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm excited for that. And um, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, Vegas, it's actually my first time I've ever been to Vegas. I have never been to Vegas before, even though I live only like a six-hour drive from it in, uh, in Anaheim here. So I, I just have never been before. That was never my family's destination place, but I, I'm really excited, man. <laughs> I, I, I've i done a little bit of research on, like, this is such a, a nerdy thing to say, to say you research poker before you go to Vegas. Uh, no, it's not a nerd but, thing. It's a self-protection thing, because if you just go in, you go, oh, these cards are so shiny. And the people mm-hmm. at the table lean in and go, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, so I it's funny. My Discord the past couple of days has probably said that I'm like, on poker stars or something but i i've been doing a little bit of playing just to make sure that if we go and do um a little bit of gambling that i will not be taken for a fool there i know you don't play a two seven i know that uh that pocket aces are good but don't go all in before the flop like i i've, I've learned a little bit of stuff watch out for people that... faking folds by the way did you see how that happened that's to slime oh, the, yeah with uh phil helmuth and slime yes yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you got to be careful. These people are like, you know, twitching around their cards, making you think that they're doing stuff, and they'll just do that and be all like, "Oh, what, what me? What I do?" And, and dude, it's there's so many mind games in this thing. I, I've been watching a lot of videos, and of course, 
watching poker videos, you got to watch the Phil Hellmuth compilation of him like standing up, storming off the table, and um, <laughs> after playing like some of the like pocket jacks and going all in on pocket jacks. But um, no, I I definitely the, have seen some of the mind games that these people go for, and in melee we love uh, we love mind games or mentality or not mentality, sorry, um, like reads and different things you can have on your opponent. But it's so scummy in poker sometimes compared to melee. I mean, I love I love learning about the game, but oh my god, is is it scummy sometimes? <laughs> so poker some is basically Jigglypuff planking the ledge, is what you're saying? Yeah, but if you lose, you're losing like fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, fifteen thousand is not on the line at a melee event. Typically speaking. Yeah, I mean that's some, but it's it's not even that. Like I ledge jigglypuff does not refresh invincibility on the ledge well and so you got to be able to call her out for that because she is not as good on the ledge as some people think i mean i also play young Link, so i can throw stuff at her and mm -hmm. she can't hit me and i can hit her so i may be a bit privileged out of my mind with this statement but um i'm not even talking about that because that's just a solid game plan to make your opponent tired and to wear them out and to make them make a bad decision I'm it's like the equivalent of pulling out your opponent's controller cord while they're not looking and they're wondering what's going on or looking at or <laughs> what, what Hbox used to do where he would look at people's DI before he up throw them with puff so he would know if he could get the up throw rest or not. Uh, that 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 kind of stuff more so than that than just like a solid game plan that though maybe not as fun to watch. I, I kind of I can see I can see the why people can respect it. So I, I won't throw the Jigglypuff Plankin off the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm someone who says I feel like there should be a tournament, maybe just one every year, and it doesn't even have to be a major. It can be like a regional where wobbling is legal or pokey floats is legal or we just maybe have items on at one of these tournaments i'm just saying i love the yeah. idea of having a little bit of variety every once in a while so you won't catch me complaining about jigglypuff planking on the ledge with ibdw versus hungrybox this past weekend at gommel i'm i'm watching it and i'm going hungrybox is maybe making it making some people upset watching this stream but i know mm -hmm. right now he has a much better chance of winning because ibdw is the type of player at least for the time being who's going to get frustrated by stuff like that and when ibdw called for the the ledge like you know how many cliffhangers how many ledge yeah. grabs i knew it was like it was it was bothering him even if he didn't want it to it was it was very much bothering him for that specific set and there's a lot on the line when it's winter semis at gommel so i i do understand i'm not trying to say that <clears throat> cody was not playing or or being mindful of the out of the game mind games super well uh he was advocating for himself which is great so i'm looking forward to seeing what happens in top eight this weekend but you better believe that i will be watching arrows bracket very closely so good luck to you <laughs> and main stage you, of course i'm so i i feel bad that you weren't able to go to the one last year let's just assume you had plants so let's talk now a little bit a little bit a little bit you don't have to get into it super much if you don't want to but we also have this thing in common where we're both we're both married i've been married to jen my lovely wife jen for 
five and a half years. I was going to say six because awesome. I want to, yeah, yeah. I want to stretch it a little bit, just stretch it a bit, but no, it's, yeah. it's not until November, but you know, it's cool. It's super cool. So I'm just interested in hearing if it's a nugget of wisdom or how you like to make melee work while also being married at the same time, because it is a balance. It's a balance of priorities and how you spend your time. Yeah. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the five and a half years. So sick, man. Um, Thank you. I appreciate I, that. My wife and I have only been together for just over a year at this point. We, Ooh. I'm only 23, so I'm I'm very young. And she's actually she heard me talking about her. She's coming through the door right now. <laughs> uh, I what's it called? We we got married on uh, May 23rd of 2021. Got the date right. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. <laughs> and uh, that's so funny. What what timing? We we're talking about marriage time, and right when we start talking about the marriage thing. Yes. Um. But oh my god, I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, but as far as balancing with melee, um, it definitely it definitely is a balance because I mean you you're married to your best friend, you love spending time with them, and you uh, like you go do your own thing for a little bit, but then you also love coming together and it's super fun. But at the same time, you're playing melee with these kids that have no responsibilities in life, and they're playing for 12, 16 hours a day, and that used to be me for like pokemon and minecraft back in high school and everything but mm -hmm. yeah, you, got, you got those badges fair and square arrow you were putting in the time you were putting in the work exactly exactly and so i i put in the back then but you're you're facing up against some of these people that don't have um responsibilities besides um like school and things where you uh in the moment like when i was in high school i was like man how could it get harder than senior year of high school yeah. and then you get to college and you're like or you don't go to college and you just go to a job or but i uh, i went to college and i'm in my junior senior year of college i'm like man how can it get harder than college and thankfully it's a lot easier to <laughs> in my opinion working and going into college at the same time was a lot harder than just working for me thankfully so i had had more time um so thankfully i was able to balance things a bit better that actually uh something about my my play is i i say i started in 2017 but i actually took a two-year break from 2019 until 2021 because and that's why i missed the last main stage too because i just wasn't playing at that point again mm. because i was i uh, i was working i was a manager at petco full-time and being a manager at Petco full-time is not 40 hours a week. It is 12-hour shifts. It is staying late. It is not getting paid overtime sometimes because there was some scuff math on certain things. That and is very unfortunate. Well as, <laughs> yeah, that's why I left Petco. Um, I, I love the people that I worked with there. I do not like the company that much, but it still is somehow better than PetSmart. But that's a whole other side of me. I'm a big animal guy because I also got my biology degree. And so doing a biology degree with working overtime at Petco just did not leave room for melee anymore, especially planning a wedding senior year as well. <laughs> Married right out of college. I respect it. Literally two weeks after we were uh, definitely getting the degree. It was <laughs> it was two weeks afterwards. So that was a very stressful time. But looking back on it, I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side of the mountain now, and it was totally worth it looking back on it. We were, it was good timing for us. Not to say that everyone here should do the same plan because everyone's plan is different. Everyone has what's best for them. 
but as far as us, it just made the most sense and was what we wanted. And so it's it's been great. It's been great in that area. But uh, it has been easier to balance melee at all, let alone um, any any sort of playing with uh, my two year break afterwards and getting married led to me playing melee more because I had time again. <laughs> What advice would you give me, even though you're the one who's been married for a shorter amount of time? I don't discount that because you're in a stage of it that I, I don't I don't say I miss in the sense that I wish I could go back and that's all I focus on. But mm. I think I remember that time very fondly and there might have been something, an, an aspect of it that I used to consider and then forgot. So I'm just curious, what advice would you give to me in terms of uh, having a married relationship? Uh, wait, sorry, like a married relationship in general or is, uh, is with melee? Like what, what, what exactly are you asking here? Yeah. Yeah. What advice would you have for, for, for marriage specifically to me or to, uh, people in general, because I'm switching, I'm sorry, <clears throat> I'm re, re, let me think of the word that I want to use. I am subverting your expectations. You see, most people say it's Cypher's job to give Arrow advice about marriage because Cypher's been married for five plus years and, mm. and Arrow's only been married one year, but I'm flipping it on its head and I'm saying, let's no, let's have Arrow give Cypher marriage advice, that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Okay, I understand now. I understand. I like it because I, I mean, honestly, I, that's, I, I play melee kind of how I live life, which I always try to think that I can learn anything from anyone. So even if I am for stalking almost JB5ing a Sheik or a Falcon or a Falco on the old unranked system, like I'm, I, there's still something to be learned from that. And uh, and just the same, I mean, we're melee players. We always rely other people think it's dumb or cheesy, but this is just how we work. If we're going to talk about marriage, you know I'm going to make uh, an analogy <laughs> even yes. then. Because that's just how we think, because we're constantly thinking of so many different things. But, um, and I think the same thing with life. Like, if you, even if you've been married for less of a time, I appreciate the humility that comes with that, too, to know I can learn from that person still. So, I just wanted to say I, I appreciate the the subversion there. <laughs> but, um, and of course, I have so much I could learn from you as well, because you are also a father. And then, which is a whole other story as well. That, that is the whole is, thing, if, yes. If marriage already makes getting good at melee harder, being a father like 10 times more than that. I'm sure, I'm sure. Not that I know I yet or in the planned near future. Yeah, yeah, I, no uh, worries about that. You're good. Take but anyways, time. sorry, that was that was a big I, I'm a big context guy and mm. I uh, sometimes talk too much. I love about context, context so. too. That's why I do podcasts. I have plenty of time. No no need for big Twitter takes because I don't have enough characters to express how I feel <laughs> contextually. Exactly, exactly. No, it is hard sometimes. But getting back to the marriage question, advice is general advice. Um I I think this is going to sound funny at first, and my wife is also listening in on this, I'm sure, through the through the door, through the wall, so I got to be real careful here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think you just got to make sure that you guys are on... So, oh man, how do I want to phrase this? How do I want to phrase this? I think being on the same page about your your basic things is good, but be okay to disagree as well because you guys don't have to literally think the exact 
same thing on every single question. I mean, if it's basic things that we should all believe, like basic human rights and a lot of things in the U.S. that you would think most people believe but don't believe for some reason, then uh, those things you want to be on the same page of. But if it's like little opinions about things that are don't matter as much, then uh, be very flexible. Be very willing to be the first one to apologize in an argument that may not matter as much as you think it did in the moment. Just, uh, just I guess the main point is be very, very flexible and hum uh, full of humility, very humble, trying to not be uh, be too proud about anything because there, uh, there are many moments that will come up where you want to compare like, oh, I did more dishes this day, so you should do this <laughs> and you're not and it's making me mad or it's just like stupid little things like that that don't matter. Like... It, you just there are going to be so many small things that come up and if you're the first one to apologize then that opens the door and it's just so much easier if it's things that actually matter like my i don't know you had a family member that you were close with pass away and they weren't comforting you at all during that then that's a different story but if it's something that just doesn't matter just let it go man and uh and and move on and figure out what you can learn from it but I, I guess that's that's one point. And um, another point that my wife and I are learning definitely is the importance of dating when you're married as well still. Because a lot of times you guys will, uh, or we as well got married and we're like, oh my gosh, because she lived with her parents before and I lived with a group of guys in college and um, and wonderful guys and I love my in-laws, but it just is different, a different scenario when there's when you're in different houses with different people versus when you're just the two of yourselves. And, um, and so you're living together and you're like, oh my gosh, we're so much more time we spend together now than when we were dating. When you come home from work, I'm already here. Or when I come home from work, you're already here. And so it's really easy to spend time together, but it becomes really easy to not spend very good time together, if that makes sense. Yes, like there's we, quality uh, time. There's quality time. Exactly. There's quality versus quantity time. And we we went through a period where we were spending a lot of quantity time together, but we were slacking on the quality time. And uh, and so we started going on more dates. There's uh, anyone in SoCal if you've been to the Anaheim packing before. It's this really cool uh, spot that I really like to go. It has all these restaurants and local places, farm to table kind of place that's all in this like old railroad car um train station kind of thing and so we'll go there and we'll go to the park and we're just like spending this intentional time together that is uh is much more meaningful your, your memories of it are going to be much better than watching the 17th episode of naruto that <laughs> <laughs> there are there are definitely uh, some very fun things to do so uh, and you don't even have to spend money. If you're in tight times that everyone goes through, then go go to the park and make food, make your own food that you bought at the grocery store and bring it to the park and go walk around. And that's free and you're going to eat the food anyways. So it doesn't have to be money, but just make sure that you're you're being very intentional with your time because it's easy to let that slip by, especially as time goes on. It becomes easy to let it let it slip your mind there. I love that. I really appreciate the advice, Sarah, because... So that's something that has come up for, for us before as well, where we realize we need to have more intentional and quality, quality time together where we actually feel like we're connecting with each other because in a modern world with the amount of work that I, that I do, I have to work a lot 
Monday through Thursday, I, I rack up 40 hours pretty easily. And then <clears throat> when I'm home, I can be a little overwhelmed with all the things that I'm responsible for at work and then podcasting. Uh, I can feel uh, the need to disconnect from a lot of things, including disconnecting from her and the kids. But if I fight that instinct, if I lean into family time, I find that's actually where I get a lot more rest and restoration as compared mm-hmm. to as compared to the rest and restoration that I thought I would get by what scrolling on Twitter for a half an hour on the bathroom seat. <laughs> the toilet seat, excuse me. It's uh that's not so much of a thing as you might think it is. It's really just vegging and you realize, yeah. oh, I burned thirty minutes. Now that doesn't mean that it was worthless. You could find some very funny things and go, ha, ha or smile and just go, mm, retweet. But that still is not as good of a time as you'll find as Spending it with loved ones. And if it's if for you and I specifically with our wives or for me with my with the wife plus the kids, then that's what you should probably focus on a little bit. Something that I will pass on to you is then this may not be a thing for you guys, but something that we've gone through, Jen and I, in the past year and a half or so is we're starting to realize that for Jen especially, that we're we're far enough along with how we trust each other and how we interact with each other, how we, how we work as a team, how we do everything together, that there's been this, there's been trust building. And then you start to realize there are things from my life that maybe perhaps have been uh, hung up for a while that have been something that's always there either as a, as something that's a stressor or something bothering me. And now I'm starting to feel like I can start to talk about those sort of things. And you're uncovering things together that you might feel like for me, because I'm the one who does that a little bit less, Jen is the one who does it a little bit more, perfectly fine. I might be tempted to say, okay, well, why are we going backwards when I feel like we should be going forwards? Or or Jen, who might say, why is Jesse always concentrating on looking ahead on things or trying to be quote unquote in the moment and ignore any any negativity, that kind of thing. But mm, okay. all that to say is it's just a deeper form of connection and trying to trying to give your partner that space to be able to work through things because you're the safe space. Right. And you want to focus on being able to provide that because there's a lot of people who are either indifferent to you. Of course, most of the people in the world are indifferent to you as a person because hardly anybody in the 7 billion people or whatever know who you are. So they'll be indifferent. And then there might even be people who dislike you, but who's the person who's always on your side or has your corner. It's your partner. So that would be something that I'll encourage you with that. It doesn't end when you get used to living with each other. It, there are more things to discover. There's always more marriage to be had in the same way that there's always more melee to be played. No matter will always evolve. <laughs> and there it is. There it is. You knew I was going to do There's the analogy. No, I, I very, no, I, I, and, um, you're, you're exactly right with that. Cause it's, it's very easy. Oh my God. I'm going to do it again. Compare them again. Uh, it's very, very easy in your relationship to see or have certain things happen. You're like, I thought we were done with this, or I thought this wasn't a feeling anymore for me or for her or them or um, either way. Or it's like, I thought we weren't doing this, or I thought we were doing this, but then we have lacked on this. Um, but it's it's not a linear path. I mean, it's uh, it's it's life is too complicated to ever be a linear path with almost anything. 
let alone something as complicated as a relationship with someone. And so it's, uh, I, I love how you say it's not going backwards year, um, and it's not maybe necessarily going forwards either. It's just something that's happening that you have to address, and um, and it could have come back up from the past, or it could be a new thing, but it's so good to go through that. And I, I love how you said that. No, I, I appreciate that advice a ton, because that's very helpful, and I'm sure we'll only be more helpful as time goes on here. <laughs> But here's to yes, here's to uh, long, uh, uh, long, uh, successful, if you will. The, it can be successful in a lot of different ways, but you get it. Good luck to you and your lady arrow, and I will also say good luck to you with double down. Before we get you going here, we want to get definitely make sure that you feel the space to be able to do all of your plugs and shout outs and stuff. But did you have anything for yourself that you wanted to make sure that we got to as a topic or are you ready to do the the red carpet section where we do shout outs and and plugs and stuff? Uh, for sure. No, I, I appreciate that a ton. Thank you. And best of luck to you and your family as well. I um, I think the only last thing I was going to say on the last point is uh, relating this back to our common theme again, of Melee being the reason why we're both here right now. And among other reasons, but Melee is the, the connecting force. <laughs> is, <Yes>. um, <laughs> well, because not only did I realize relationship things through when you were talking, but I realized yesterday when I was playing in TMT and I was talking about earlier how I recognized these execution things I was missing and these mistakes I was making that weren't things I did in the past. And I, I literally said on stream multiple times, like, man, I, how did I get worse? Like, this is day one Young Link play that I'm doing. I'm full hop daring my opponent without any sort of open up and just hoping it hits. <laughs> I'm, like, missing combos. I not dash dancing and i'm just like doing stationary bomb pulls like all these things where i'm like man it feels like because I, I started playing melee again in december of this of uh 2021 and it was like man i feel like i made no progress in between that time i feel like in the eight months since i've been back there's been no progress and that's just so untrue that's such a trap to get yourself in if you're making mistakes that you used to, then that's probably because you haven't maintained like working out you have to maintain your muscles you can't just get muscles once and then hope that they'll just stick around for the rest of your life. Like you have to constantly upkeep these things or uh young link is marriage. Basically. I love it too true. Uh, but it's, you got to upkeep these things and you have to keep it going. And so even though yesterday I was, um, I was really down on myself cause I felt like I made no progress. I have made tons of progress. It just wasn't my day, and I wasn't practicing, so of course I'm going to be worse than I was. But I know uh, that that you encouraged me in multiple ways there, both in relationships and melee. So I, I just wanted to share that first. If you guys feel like you're messing up anything you used to in the past, whether it be in melee, professionally, relationships, whatever, if you feel like something's going on that uh, used to not be an issue in the past that you thought you fixed, then maybe there's a little maintenance that needs to be done there that you have to constantly upkeep it, maybe just a little bit per day, but a little bit nonetheless. So I, I love that, Jesse. Thanks for sharing that. So let's go ahead and make sure that we get to shout outs and plugs. Please, by all means, tell the people where they can find you, do the shout outs, all that fun stuff. Well, everyone who ever looks at a shill on many of the main records knows that I shy down from a good shilling so mm. i uh, would absolutely love to um so the twitter is already on the screen right there it is at arrow ssbm but the uh, the twitch this is very tricky 
The Twitch is arrow, A-E-R-O, with an underscore in between the arrow and the SSBM. So it's still arrow SSBM, but don't forget that underscore in there. And uh, that's, that's basically the only thing. Join the Discord as well. If you go on my, uh, my channel, the arrow underscore SSBM, and do exclamation point Discord, join the Quiver. It is uh, free to join, no sub necessary. We just love building community here and being able to just improve together and... Um, talk with each other and just building uh, a little yeah community there and it's been great for uh, not only the community but also if you guys want a little bit of spiciness want a little bit of competition in your life we have arrows arena every thursday uh we are on our ninth iteration tomorrow it is at uh every thursday of every week unless otherwise noted um but every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and 7 p.m. Western or Pacific Daylight Time, we have brackets for East Coast and West Coast, respectively. So I know for some people it conflicts with Salt Mine, but uh, most people are doing Salt Mine anyway. So join East Coast if you want to uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time if you want to join Arrows Arena for East Coast. And then West Coast, I also do join myself. I commentate both. I uh, <laughs> I listen Ooh. to commentary while I'm playing on West Coast, and then I play personally at West Coast. So if you want a chance to fight a uh, young Link who actually knows a little bit more than some, most people do about young Link, then uh, come join West Coast or East Coast if you just want some good old competition there. But I think uh, other than the Twitter, the Twitch, and Arrows Arena, that's all I want to plug here. And don't forget to check out the description of the podcast to find all of these links that we're talking about. I don't think I'll be able to procure a disc. Well, no, no, I'm lying. I will procure a Discord invite link. (laughs) You will find it in the description of this podcast episode, whatever you're doing with listening or if you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Spotify, you can listen and or watch on Spotify. Those of you who did not know, now you know. But you can do that and you can be part of the Discord. You can also go to the Twitch follow the twitch sub to the twitch hey arrow's not going to turn down a sub any primers any gifters in the chat primers gifters not on not on this stream but for the arrow underscore underscore ssbm stream definitely use the primes i know some of the people out there probably have a prime ready to drop you know and then you can be part of arrows arena on thursdays every week so it's uh entry fee is only a sub sub it is uh just a sub tourney you could be gifted primed tier one whatever you want to do it's only a sub uh 40 prize pool split between east coast and west coast so 20 dollars for each coast is about the best i can do right now but keep growing and uh, getting better there yeah a little bit of something just a little bit it really helps to add a little bit of that energy that you want to have of course competition super cool but money just changes the context just enough you're not dropping ridiculous amount of dollars where people are starting to get into fights in your discord about connection (laughs) issues and whatnot so maybe you don't want to grow it to like massive amounts of dollars where you go (laughs) oh no i'm making so much money and my now everybody hates me because i keep DQing people because of connection issues. What's your buffer bloat grade? Like, no, oh, no, not the buffer bloat. Not the buffer bloat. I'm only an A minus. But you can you can check all that out in the description of the podcast episode. This will air out sometime next week for the live viewers. I want to give shout outs. Catch Tom. We have Almighty Spartan. We have Arrow SSBM. Who's that person? We have. We have the Zuger games. I want to say, let me just go back up and make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, yes, Zuber. Zuber games. 
and Miss Gun underscore FGC. Thank you so much for participating in chat. And for me, we're going to play the outro. And for those of, those of you who are going to be going off into the distance, enjoy the rest of your day slash morning slash evening slash whatever. Uh, but for the rest of us on stream, hang around. We'll do thumbnails and maybe have another anecdote or two to drop, and then we'll get going here. But let's do the outro right now. Oh, my God.